0: Late, night bites late, late, night, night, bites, late bites. night bites. late night bites. Late night bites. Late night
1: bites. Late night bites. Late night bites. Ross and I would like to give a quick thank you to some of our listeners for sharing our Instagram post. A shout out to at Crop Top, at K Beach Three, and at Feeding the Haters. Thank you so much for sharing our post, and for all the other listeners out there, please follow at the LNB Show on Instagram and stay tuned for other prizes like this shout out.
0: All right, to get this episode started, because a lot of us are doing some uh, social distancing and quarantining, we wanted to start off with a fun game, something a little different than food news, because I think we've had enough news lately. We wanted to start off with a fun game called Brand or Not a Brand. Dan has chosen the soup category, and I, Ross, have chosen the tea category. And we are going to be saying brand names. And The other person has to decide whether or not it is that type of brand. So Dan will say names and I will have to say whether or not it's a soup brand. And I will say names and Dan will have to say whether or not it's a tea brand. I hope I explained that. Okay. Sounds good to me. I get it. Uh, Dan, why didn't you get us started? Okay. Is happy belly a soup? Yes. It is. Ah, yes. All right, Dan. Is tea source a tea? <laughs> this has to be a trick question. It is a tea. It is.
1: Yes. Cross and Blackwell, is that a soup?
0: It is. It also is a soup, ah! correct? The British soup. <laughs> uh, P.G. Tips. Dan, is this a tea? P.G. Tips? Not a tea. It's an English tea. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Both chose English foods for the second one. (laughs) Or a UK tea, I should say, at least. Mm. Third question. American spoon. Soup or not a soup?
0: Not a soup. Oh, my God. Good call. It's actually a jam. Oh, a jam. Throwing jams in (laughs) here. Dan, Harney and Sons. Tea or not a tea? That's for sure a tea. It is a tea. You got it.
1: Kettle and fire, super not a soup. Soup,
0: it is a soup. Yeah,
1: now you're four for four.
0: <laughs> Kelowna Supernatural, tea or not a tea? Not a tea. It's not. It's a milk company.
1: Oh, good one, good one. All right, last one. Uncle Steve's. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> You could really go either way. It's a soup. It's a soup. <laughs> it's actually a tomato sauce.
0: Ah. <laughs> All right. You ready for my last one? Tea or not a tea, Dan? Tazo.
1: Tazo. I cut the... You got to have to definitely a tea. You got to a different one.
0: It's a tea. Easy. I started easy and I ended easy for you. There you go. Oh, wow, good stuff. <laughs> I'm sweating.
1: That was intense. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our listeners want to suggest a different category of brand, not a brand, please DM us at the LNB show on Instagram. Late night, so, Ross, how is your social distancing going on?
0: Social distancing is all right. You know, there, there are obviously uh, there are a lot of stressful things, too, and things that are not easy. Um, but one thing I've been trying to focus on that I haven't had much time to focus on in the past is what meals I want to be eating, how I want to be eating during this time and the mm. best way to maximize the food that I have. And yeah. actually, um, one thing that uh, my fiance and I did, actually, uh, she she was really the chef behind it, was we um, we had some eggs and there was an expiration date coming up and we weren't sure if we would uh, we, we would eat them by the expiration date. So we actually made waffles. Oh, cool. Yeah, we made a bunch of waffles. We had them that morning, but then we also froze a lot of them, too. So they're going to a say you eggs. made scrambled eggs. No, some waffles. We got some waffles. We took out the mix, we made some waffles, and now we have a lot uh a lot of waffles in the freezer, which is good. So eggs are an essential ingredient in preparing waffles. The waffle the waffle uh recipe that we were using, yes. Um and uh, I didn't even require that many and we managed to get a decent amount. So with some uh peanut butter or sunflower butter or butter or whatever you put on your waffles, uh maple syrup, hmm. it's pretty good. Sounds like somebody stocked up. <laughs> is there? Do you have a go-to food, or is there like some sort of recipe you've been excited about?
1: Well, my go-to snack for my period of quarantine and social distancing have have been the peanut butter pretzels. Oh, I've been munching nonstop on peanut butter pretzels. We um, got a bunch delivered from Whole Foods, so that they've been good. They're like they're healthy enough with the peanut butter, so you can get some protein. They're kind of filling and they take a long time to chew so they're not like they're not the you can't just like cram a bunch of them you know in your mouth at a time and so it's like a good moderation snack
0: yeah i feel that i feel that yeah i needed one thing in the house that would make me feel good and mm. i i am uh portioning myself with it but um i had to have one thing is peanut m&ms oh interesting okay i you know, I know. Chose something with peanuts in there. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> I, that's I a I good guilty thing. It's, and it's the it's the Easter version, so they're like fun colors and
1: everything. Oh, speaking of Easter candy, I'm so glad you said that. Our last trip out to the to the pharmacy I actually grabbed some um, chocolate carrots. Chocolate carrots? You know, it's one of those Easter tricks where they're just chocolate
0: shaped like carrots and wrapped in the foil that's orange. I've never seen chocolate carrots before. I've seen so many other chocolate things, but not chocolate <laughs> carrots. Wow.
1: Yeah, well, everything else was sold out. And then there was a huge stock of Easter candy. And I'm like, well, this is the only <laughs> thing on the shelf. I guess I have to take it. <laughs> yeah, I guess once the orders were in, it was like, you know what? Bring all the Easter candy. We need some in the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we eat a lot of vegetarian food. Um, and that's actually been a blessing because we have found that a lot of the vegetarian options are not sold out so we've been stocking up on um, veggie burgers like veggie seitan and other options like that um, and even vegetable substitutes for grains so think cauliflower rice and zucchini zucchini
0: noodles and things like that. I um went shopping after one of the big shopping kind of panic crazes and when I went into the store there was still a ton of veggie sausages.
1: Yeah we have probably 45 veggie sausages in yeah, it's awesome. right so it's,
0: just... it's basically a sausage party yeah i make some waffles and... some sausage cup of coffee
1: yeah and if you're hungry the best thing about the veggie sausage is that they're already cooked and not raw so if you're too lazy to heat it up you can just you can just you can just eat one like a cheese stick basically <laughs> i do have to say i i don't want people to think i'm actually peeling the veggie sausage with my fingers um, I actually eat cheese sticks just like bite at a time, bite you know, and and take three or four bites, and the cheese stick is gone. I don't actually peel
0: them. Wait, so really? that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't do that. This is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's
1: actually a way more sanitary way to eat a cheese stick, and I hope a, a takeaway from this whole <laughs> pandemic
0: is that there are better ways to eat cheese sticks. <laughs> i didn't realize we'd get to the unpopular opinion so early in the show (laughs) who wants to dig their nails down the cheese stick i mean that is so faux pas now i've actually been um stocking i i not stocking up but i made sure that i had um a good share of uh coffee i um i have Mm. i have a grinder at home um and so i do have some um whole bean coffee uh but I also I do mostly like the mocha pot, like the stovetop uh way of making coffee. And mm. I I just bought myself um uh two bricks of Bustello.
1: And for those of you who might be a little lazier in your coffee prep and don't wanna go through that whole process, you can just order cold brew concentrates for delivery, blend a little bit a little bit of that with water, and you you'll have a pretty intense cold brew drink
0: uh, ready in about five seconds. It's true. You can do that. You can also do instant coffee too. You get the uh, things of instant coffee with the crystals in there and you put it into your coffee and you can get hot coffee just by pouring hot water in. I do
1: have to say that instant coffee, I don't think it's very good, but I actually think um, hopefully at some point, one of these coffee companies like La Colombe or Blue Bottle will come out with a better instant coffee product where after making it we can say oh wow that was actually really good coffee because i don't think anybody's ever said that after having instant coffee
0: i have never said yum after having instant coffee but it's so easy <laughs> and you can take it camping with you not that many people are going camping right now but you can take it camping with you you can have it in your apartment in a house you can literally bring it with you on the road and anywhere where there's hot water you just put it into a cup and stir it and you have yourself some instant coffee yeah convenient tastes like crap <laughs> The second unpopular opinion. No, that's not unpopular. That's probably pretty popular, actually.
1: So one other thing I think is fascinating that's going on right now is the uh, overflow of grocery shoppers and how I think that's actually giving a bunch of grocery stores like a second win. Um, And I'm talking about every grocery store not named Trader Joe's. (laughs) Yeah. Because like there's a neighborhood grocery store a a block from my apartment that basically has been teetering what I assume is on the edge of closing for the last three years since Trader Joe's opened up. But all of a sudden um, the influx of shoppers have caused the lines of Trader Joe's to grow exponentially. And now people are starting to peel away from those lines and go to this store. And the joke about this store was that when everyone else was cutting prices to compete with Trader Joe's, they actually raised prices. So anyone silly enough to still go in there was paying like $9.99 for a little thing of blueberries. Um, But now with lines out the door at Trader Joe's, like it's honestly great to go there because there are a few people there, but they only have stock. And I think people are going to start going to these smaller grocery chains.
0: Also, what I saw too, is one of these healthy fast food chains, they weren't even allowing you to pay inside the store. You had to order your meal online and pay online, and then you can go and pick it up. So they were really trying to separate, they were trying to make it really quick in and out, separate you from the cashier and the employees and uh, just get you on your way.
1: So let me get this straight. Do you think there will be any any other grocery stores
0: not named Trader Joe's in, in a year? I think there will be. Um, I think people are seeing now the value of those other grocery stores that are in their neighborhood. Um, yeah. To, because, you know, if those didn't exist and they closed down, could you imagine the lines at some of these places? It's insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing, though, that you could argue is that People now are building up the habit of shopping online for even goods that they felt uncomfortable shopping online before. So the things you wanted to see and touch, like your perishables and your produce, people are now almost forced to order those online. And and if that service is good enough, then they just might continue that going forward and, and, and not go into the stores, even for those things. So it could be huge for the online, online, uh, grocery company.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I will say one thing that I wish there, I don't know how, but I wish that it could improve with online ordering is that there've been times where I've gotten groceries like avocados that totally aren't ready to use or, um, or cans that are dented because you shouldn't be eating from dented cans, uh, or anything of the sort. And so maybe I planned a meal for that night or that day or the day after. And just because I order online now, all of a sudden it's not ready or I can't use it. So I wish there were one way to alter that.
1: I also have one bone to pick with the online grocery delivery services. And this is a shout out to you, Whole Foods. You got to get your The shoppers make ridiculous shifts when they substitute your products when the store is out of that product. Don't ever let the, quote, personal shopper make substitutes for you. You need to curb the substitutes. Have you had this experience? No. What is this? Okay. So we ordered a bunch of, like, frozen, uh, I think it was, like, a quinoa blend or something like that. Um, and I checked and said, if you're out of this item, feel free to make a substitute, thinking that if they're out of quinoa, I'll get some other grain. Instead of quinoa, we got four bags of frozen raspberries. No. <laughs>
0: What kind of like, a substitute do
1: you is from, that? <laughs> yeah, how do you go from quinoa to raspberries? I'm like, I don't need all these raspberries. I need grains. I need to be full at end of in this
0: meal. It's like if I were like, hey, um, I want a bag of oats. And they're like, cool, we're out of oats, but um, here's uh, some Hagen dazs
1: <laughs> Yeah, like you, first of all, at least stay within the food group on the on the chart of foods. <laughs> yeah. So be careful out there. You never know what you're going to get if you allow these shoppers <laughs> to
0: substitute willy-nilly. It's a dangerous world out there, people. Be careful. It's a dangerous world out there.
1: <laughs> One thing that I think people are missing in the time of social distancing is playing drinking games with their friends. Have you thought of any fun drinking games you could play over Zoom or Google Hangouts with your group of friends?
0: So I think a great way to start um that i've actually been hearing some people do is creating um you can create like a party at you know at night via zoom or google hangouts or whatever you use also another interesting thing too is a happy hour how would that so work like i don't know like whenever normal happy hour is i guess i've never really had a normal you know normal so like 2 30 in the afternoon <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you know you get you say hey it's happy hour and you send a text out to some people and you you, maybe if you all have shared ingredients you can create a happy hour special so you're all eating and drinking the same things but if you don't because obviously you know we all might not have the same ingredients we kind of just had to get what we could get Um, yeah you just uh, you you get in a certain hour maybe uh, somehow figure out a way to play music or uh, whatever but then yeah you can you can play some drinking games
1: I like that. And happy time can be any hour.
0: Exactly. You can do a happy hour at 5 p.m. Or honestly, a happy hour at 10 p.m. I guess that's just a party at that point, though.
1: Yeah. One other thing you can do with um, a partner, roommates, or uh, friends virtually is put on any movie that was filmed pre-corona, which is basically any movie that's ever existed. And every anytime someone in the show or movie touches their face, you drink! Because that's a sanitation <laughs> error.
0: That's a great one. Uh, another one is when you're watching the news, if you just want to see what's going on, uh, you can actually uh, uh, take a drink when they, you can insert your own word that you've been seeing a lot, but um, abundance of caution you can drink during <laughs> or, or social distancing you can drink during, you know, something uh, where these pundits or scientists might say.
1: I think those are the top two candidates for phrase of the year, or I'm going to call it already. It's, the contest is over. In mid, it's only mid-March. <laughs> and here's one last one while we're on the topic of drinking games. When, uh, when President Trump is giving some sort of speech or live news update, um, anytime somebody comes within six feet of the president, you take a drink. Or if there are more than 10 people around him at any time, a.k.a above a small gathering, you got to take a shot because that's too many people. Way too many
0: people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, time to sign off for this episode. Be safe, wash your hands, social distance when possible, and try to take deep breaths. A big shout-out to everyone on the front line of all this, including but not limited to medical professionals, grocery store workers, cashiers, delivery people, caretakers, any first responders, and many more. Also, because Late Night Bites is a food podcast... If you have the ability to, please give a big tip to any tipped employee, buy gift cards from small businesses for future use, and let's all try to be there for each other. All we can do is our best. Stay safe and take care.